Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi, and Choir Talks is my weekly podcast. I'm reading Psalm 30 today. It contains a verse that has been very encouraging to me through the years. Psalm 30 is attributed to David, and I can easily see that the lyrics would fit his life. He, he lived a, a life of great highs and lows, of triumphs and failures. And through his life, he had a constant, though, uh, and that is that God can make beauty out of the wreck that our life becomes sometimes. There's a term in sports called game changer. It can refer to a player or maybe just a play, uh, a specific play in a game that that change things, that turned things around, that took a team from about to lose to on the verge of victory. That one moment or that one player uh, completely alters the outcome of the game, so we call them a game changer. Well, in Psalm 30, God is a game changer. Uh, I want you to see that there's a, just a complete change when the presence uh, of God is powerfully known in a situation. Uh, his presence um, in our lives can completely change uh, our circumstances, our response, and even us. David starts Psalm 130 with some testimony. God has brought him through a difficult situation and one that was made worse by his critics. It may have been a physical illness, but I'm really guessing that it was a problem that was created of his own making. Here's the testimony, the first three verses. I will exalt you, Lord. For you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead and spared me from going down to the pit. I love his response to what God has done. He calls on the faithful ones, he says, to praise God. So God has helped him, delivered him out of something we don't know. And then in verse 4, his response is, Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. One takeaway is that when God works in your life, when he delivers you out of the pit or heals you in any sort of way, um, it's a it's a time to uh, praise the Lord, and it's something that we should share with other believers so that they can be strengthened and also give God praise. And so he does that. He calls on these uh, other faithful ones, as he calls them, to sing praises to God because they all have similar experiences. They know this about the Lord, that he is holy and also that he is merciful and gracious so he gives them the reason from his own testimony to give praise, but it's a reason they can identify with and also give praise. We serve a merciful God. He's faithful to us even when we aren't faithful. Verse 5, again, it says, His anger lasts only for a moment. Uh, I think his anger right here, looking at the rest of the psalm, has to deal with uh, his holiness rejecting the sin that is in our lives. He is the judge of sin and the sinner, but he is also the justifier, the redeemer who takes our sinful nature and through Jesus transforms it. So uh, God's judgment is on the sin of his faithful ones, and it can be severe, but his mercy is even greater so that the judgment may come for a time, as he says, but his favor, his mercy, his faithfulness to us last for a lifetime, for all of our life. 
And then here's the verse that I've just clung to. In the many dark nights of my life, the, the rest of that verse says, Weeping may stay for the night, but a shout of joy comes in the morning. I love that. There have been many nights of weeping in my life. Um, but no matter what, the favor of God uh, and his presence has, has been a lifelong experience. Um, the, the difficulties come and go. They're transitory. But God's favor in my life, his mercy over me, uh, never wavers. It never changes. There's always a morning when it comes back. Now, let me be clear. Not every bad circumstance is transitory. Some, of the, some bad circumstances or issues we have to deal with throughout life. Yet his presence is even greater and even uh, bigger. It overwhelms the difficulties that we go through. And because of his presence, even in difficulty, there is a shout of joy in the morning. Even in difficulty, there's hope, there's comfort, uh, and there's joy. Psalm 1611 uh, says that God's presence is our source of joy. He says, you will fill me with joy in your presence with eternal present, uh, pleasures at your right hand. Then there's another verse to this song. As David writes, he goes back to the testimony and he, he sheds a little more light on what is going on. He says, When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is to be gained if I am silenced and go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. What was the source of David's trouble? He doesn't say, but it seems to me from verse 6 that it, that it had to do with his pride. God had given him a secure position, but instead of rejoicing in the Lord's strength in that position, he says, I said... I will never be shaken. And that really sounds a lot like pride to me. Um, the Lord favors his children, and he gives us many gifts. But when we begin to see ourselves as the captain of our destiny and the one who is the source of our um, strength, then we fall. Sometimes the Lord has to remove his hand from us when, when pride becomes a thing in our life. Sometimes he, um, he peels back his layer of protection, and apparently that's what happened because he says, when you hid your face, I was dismayed. And so uh, David's response is that he calls out, and he, he finds remedy in this bad situation when he cries out for mercy, both in uh, verse 2 and then again in verse 8 through 10, he says, I, I cried for mercy. It's, it's a move from pride to humility uh, when he humbly just cries, and Lord, help me, be merciful. So once again, God is the game changer. Um, in verse 11 and 12, he says, You turned my wailing, my mourning into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy so that my heart will sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Uh, I love all the contrast here or the, the game-changing um, things that God does in his life. He, he turns mourning to dancing. He takes our mourning clothes and turns them into celebration clothes. In verse 4, um, he uh, takes his anger but gives us his favor. He takes our weeping and gives us a shout of joy. 
Another cool thing about this psalm, it's hard to read it without thinking about what Jesus said to his disciples on the night before he died. Looking in John chapter 16, he says this, Are you asking one another what I meant when I said, In a little while you will see me no more, and then after a little while you will see me? Truly I tell you, you will weep and mourn while the world rejoices. You will grieve, but your grief will be turned to joy. Jesus' death and resurrection are a beautiful example of the weeping that maybe we experience in life that is overcome by uh, joy, with a shout of joy when the morning comes. Hey, this week, if you're in one of those nights of weeping, call out to God. Humble yourself before the one who is full of mercy and delights in saving his children. Look inside yourself and confess any part of your situation that may be due to your own pride or to your own making uh, so that you can come clean before the Lord and experience what the game-changing God can do for you. Have a great week.